Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome in, 1067 The Fan, the Team 980, Odyssey app. Appreciate you guys hanging out here on a Saturday. Got plenty to talk about today. Want to talk about Commander's Training Camp. Had the opportunity to get out there a couple of days this past week. We'll talk about that. Talk about the offense. How have they looked? Want to talk about Dylan Cruz making his Fredericksburg Nationals debut as soon as I get off the air today. I'm going to hop on the highway and get right on down there to the Fred Nats game to see Dylan Cruz making his A-ball debut. Maybe you'll head there later tonight as well. That's going to be a cool thing to see. We'll get into it a little bit later, but... I mean, don't let this go lightly that the guy that was regarded as the top prospect in this draft for multiple seasons is in the Washington Nationals organization. So don't let that just go lightly. You know, that's a cool thing. And I don't think he's going to spend too, too much time at Fredericksburg. So if you're in the area, that's probably going to be the easiest way for you to see him before he gets up with the big league ball club, which could be next year, but we'll see. But I'd assume he's going to hang out in Fredericksburg for the rest of this week, so today and tomorrow. And then they're going to go on the road for a week, and then they'll be back home. I don't know exactly how long he's going to be in Fredericksburg. Maybe he's going to be there that full series the following week, but he might be in Wilmington soon. He might be going up to Harrisburg relatively soon. So if you get the opportunity this weekend, you want to see Dylan Cruz, believe they're probably sold out tonight or getting pretty close. Maybe you get a chance to go out there tomorrow. But Susana's on the mound tonight, so excited to get down to Fredericksburg. First Fred Nats game for me, so I'm pretty excited about that. Going to go with the old pals here at 106.7. Grant's getting down there, Ryan, Darius. We're going to have a fun time at the ballpark tonight, checking out Dylan Cruz's debut. We'll get into some Nationals talk coming up around 2.30, leading into the Nationals game, and we turn it over to Charlie and Dave around 3.40 today. Ryan Horvat, BetMGM tonight. He's going to join us coming up at 2 o'clock. Look, if you're into sports betting, which I know a lot of people are, there's not a better person to follow than Ryan Horvath. So make sure you listen at 2 o'clock. We'll talk about some of the NFL season, but give him a follow on Twitter if you want to make yourself some money via sports betting. But I want to start with the Commanders, and we'll spend a majority of the first couple of hours talking Commanders. 
But the first thing I want to start with today is there was a clip that came out today that I saw Grant Paulson had tweeted out. Check out the video on his tweet Twitter of Albert Hainsworth. Connor, have you seen this? The stupidest thing I've ever seen. So Albert Hainsworth is on with OutKick, and I don't know why he's on there, to be honest. I don't. Of all the guests you could have that are former NFL players, why would you decide that Albert Hainsworth is the guy that you want to have on? I have no idea. But he goes on to say, hey, Dan wasn't that bad, blah, blah, blah. Not surprising for Albert to say that. I might say something nice about someone that's not a great human being, too, if they paid me $100 million. So, you know, that's kind of understandable. Wasn't a fun time for Hainsworth here in D.C. for Skins fans. But then he goes on to call multiple former players trash. He calls them trash. And the former players he calls trash. So first he's like, well, let me beat around the bush a little bit. Let me not call anyone out. He even says, like, I'm not going to call him out by name. And then he says, you know what? I will stoop that low. And he calls D'Angelo Hall, Clinton Portis, and Chris Cooley trash. Uh, Dude, go look in the mirror. You're the one that was trash. He's saying, oh, in the tunnel, they're talking about what club they're going to after the game and blah, blah, blah. You know what? Honestly, who cares? You know who showed up on Sunday and made plays? D'Angelo Hall, Clinton Portis, Chris Cooley. You might have been as locked in as you want to say you were, Albert. And guess who showed up on Sunday and made no plays? Mr. Albert Hainsworth. And this is the kind of stuff that just drives you nuts, right? Why in the world is he going on anywhere? Much less, why is anywhere going to have him on? to talk about these sort of things, and then you're going to call out former players like that? It's just absurd to me. If you want to hop in on the conversation, 800-636-1067. Again, 800-636-1067. Or you can tweet me at Toby underscore Altizer. But that's just why I wanted to start today, because if you haven't seen the clip, you can go check it out on Grant's Twitter. And I don't want to spend too, too much time on it. That's why we'll start the show with it, and we'll quickly transition into something else. But these are the sort of things that just drive me nuts at times with media and different things. Just because you can get someone, and just because they're a former player, and just because they have credentials of being in the NFL, doesn't mean you should talk to them, you know? Like, I was just listening to AWA Drive-In. You want to talk to Rick Doc Walker? Talk to Rick Doc Walker. He's got credibility. He's won a Super Bowl. Good. Talk to Rick Doc Walker. He's got the goods. You want to talk to Albert Hainsworth? Pass. Why do you want to talk to him? Why? Seriously. And then he's going to come on and say that kind of stuff. I mean, it's not surprising that he would stoop so low as to say these things, but uh, about former players, right? About D'Angelo Hall, Chris Cooley, Clinton Portis, whatever. It's not good, but whatever. People have had beef with their former teammates, even if they're good players before, and it's going to happen until the end of time. It's just the nature of sports, right? But I don't understand any person, seriously, any person that would come out and not try to distance themselves from Dan Snyder. And that's the first thing he starts with, is saying that, oh, Dan wasn't that bad. Dan, you know, he was just trying to play fantasy football. But anyone saying that he's the one that took the team down the tank doesn't know what they're talking about. Albert, you don't know what you're talking about, dude. You have no idea. 
And the reason that I can't understand this, it'd be one thing if Dan Snyder just ran a terrible football team. Seriously. It'd be one thing if he was just bad at running a football team. Okay, fine. That's not even the reason that he ruined this team. That's not even the start of the reason why he ruined this team. Obviously, the on-field product has sucked since Dan Snyder's been here, and thankfully he's gone now. But why would you try to still associate yourself with this guy? Seriously, a guy that's constantly in the news because of lawsuits, because of all types of stuff going on in the workplace. And I seriously mean this, anyone. Maybe Dan was nice to you, you know, if you've had interactions. Okay, fine. You can say he was nice to me, but don't try to associate yourself with him. Why would you do that? I don't understand why you would. Because clearly he might have been nice to you, but he wasn't nice to other people in the building, and it's pretty obvious that the character of Dan Snyder was not very high. So why would you continue to put yourself with this guy? It makes no sense. And frankly, (laughs) I hope I don't ever have to see clips like this from Albert Hainsworth again because hopefully no one talks to him ever again in that sort of light. It makes no sense. It's frustrating to see this kind of stuff, and uh, I'm frankly over it. And while we're talking about Twitter clips, we'll we'll get into some Commander's football here in just a few minutes because there's two things that I want to start out with that I want to say, like, look, these things, they're not going to happen. And you have every right to say whatever you want on Twitter. But, again, I don't think they're going to happen. But the other thing that frustrated me that I saw on Twitter over the weekend or over the last couple of hours, Philadelphia does this standing ovation for Trey Turner when he comes up to bat, and all these people are lauding Philadelphia as if it's this great sports city now. Like, oh, so kind of Philly. You know, Trey's really been going through it, and they gave him a standing ovation. Philly, good job. Proud of you guys. Maybe if you didn't boo him every time he walked up to the plate, He wouldn't have all these issues. Maybe if every single time someone talked about him on a radio station, they were saying, this bum doesn't deserve any of the cash. Philly, stop trying to act like you're all of a sudden a good sports city that people want to go play for. Stop it. Honestly. You give one standing ovation to Trey Turner, it's, yep, good for us. We are a nice sports city. You should always want to come play here. We're stand-up people. Come on, Philadelphia. Be honest about who you are. Nice gesture. I'll give you that. Cool. You you went out and applauded a player. You paid a lot of money. Cool. I'm happy for you guys. But maybe if you didn't treat all your players like absolute crap 90% of the time when they're struggling, they wouldn't have these issues. Just embrace your identity. Don't try and change it. We all know what Philly fans are. We all know what New York fans are. And that's fine. That's who you are. Be that. Don't try and flip the script on it. Absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. 800-636-1067. We're going to flip the script here to something that I think is a little bit more pressing, but I wanted to start with those two clips because they kind of infuriated me. But let's get in one phone call here. Or never mind. They just dropped. We will not get to a phone call here. Next, what I want to do is... There's two things I've been seeing on Twitter, okay? Two things. And I think both of them are wrong. And I think that it's very clear that neither of these things are going to happen. And we'll clarify what those things are next here on The Fan.
Welcome back, 106.7 The Fan, the Team 980, the Odyssey app. Toby Altizer with you up until 3.40 today before we turn it over to Charlie and Dave. For Nats on deck ahead of Game 2 of the Nationals and the Reds. Fun win for the ball club last night. In extras, getting the job done. Lane Thomas with two homers. We'll talk about the Nationals coming up around 2.30. But I want to get into... Two things that I've seen going around, two things that I've seen being discussed that I just want to stop where they're at. And generally, I'm a guy that is pretty fun talking on the radio. I don't really care what people, you know, what opinions people have. If you want to have an opinion, that's great. Not necessarily saying I don't care about your opinion, but just saying, you know, if we disagree, we disagree. It's okay. If you have a Twitter opinion, you can have your own Twitter opinion. But there's two things that I've seen that go around and then they get blown up and people talk about them and I think it's just a giant waste of time. So there's two things that I wanted to call this segment, let's make it clear, all right? Two things to let's make it clear. Number one, and I don't know why this continues to go around. I don't know why people continue to think that this is a possibility. They're not going back to the name Redskins. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And I know that's going to make some people really frustrated. If you want to call in, 800-636-1067. You can tweet me at Toby underscore Altizer. I I understand all the things that you can bring up. I get it. I've heard all the arguments. I get all that. They're not going back to the name Redskins. It's not going to happen. And frankly, I don't feel like I need to spend a whole lot more time on it because I think the other thing that I want to make clear is a little more pressing. If you want to call in, you can lay out all your points all you want. It's not going to happen. Maybe you want the name changed from Commanders. I was listening to AWA driving in, and he doesn't like the name Commanders, and I don't know that many people like the name Commanders, and they want it changed. That's fine. They're not going back to Redskins. So if you want to keep pushing narratives on Twitter, if you want to call into the station and say all these various things, I'm just telling you straight out, of all the names that they could choose, if they're going to change the name again, Redskins will not be on that list. I think that there are ways that they could bring back some of the history of this organization without going back to the old name. And look, I'm not saying whether I like the idea that they won't go back to Redskins or not. And I'm not saying you have to like it either. I'm just stating the reality, the fact here. They're not going to go back to it. Not in 2023. Not after all that they'd gone through to change the name. Not after the positive publicity they got for changing the name. They're not going back to it. There are ways that they can bring back some of the history. And I want that history back. I do. It doesn't look like the same football team when you turn on the television. Look at the uniforms. There's nothing classic about the uniforms they wear now. There's a difference between outdated and classic, and I saw some people talking about the old uniforms being outdated. You know, the burgundy jersey, the white numbers with the yellow outline, white pants, or even the gold pants. That wasn't outdated. That was classic. All right? And I think they could bring something like that back, and you would have some of that... History return. They could go back to some of the 70s style uniforms where you've got the R on the side of the helmet. Take the feathers off and you just have a circle R. 
if they change the name to something like that, if you want to maybe throw the W in there, if you're not going to change the name, go back to the yellow helmets that they wore back then. There are ways that you can get some of the history back of this team, Redskins history, without changing it back to Redskins. Again, this isn't an opinion of mine because I could spend plenty of time on that. Frankly, you don't care about my opinion. I don't care about my opinion because it's not even worth the time because they're not going back to it. They're just not. I understand all the arguments for it because we've already heard all these arguments before they changed the name. But it's not going to happen. Let's get out to Joe. Let's get out to Bird in D.C. Bird, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up? I'm not really worried about the name. I was born and raised in Southeast D.C. And I just can't. I'm just riding past the area of FedEx Field right now. And I just want people to stop talking about putting the team back at FedEx Field because they remember that's the last time they was good. Unless you want to get robbed going and coming from the game, ain't no reason to stick nothing back over there. There's no malls. There's no entertainment. There's no outlets. There's nothing but crime over there. Bird, appreciate it, man. Yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely spots that, that are not so great, but they would build up around it if they decided to do that. Let's get out to Jonesy in Greenbelt, 800-636-1067 if you want to hop in. Jonesy, what's going on? Hey, pretty much uh, a good day for me. Uh, shout out to my man, Bird. He right. I mean, yeah, put the dag on stadium back over to RFK. But I want to talk about the, uh, the name thing. Um uh, I'm going to say this. Yeah, we may never get the name back. Who knows? But I'm thinking like this. They say we would never change. I mean, the dance night would never sell the team. This is going all the way back to the year of, like, uh, 2006, seven. He sold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, they and- say he wouldn't change. The, the name would never be changed. He, he made a bold statement. We would never make the change inside the Washington Post. That statement he put in the Washington Post with the bold statement letters. Well, and I I understand all that, Jonesy. I do. But looking back on what happened for all of this to go down, yes, Dan Snyder was holding payments back. So ultimately FedEx and all these different sponsors that started pulling out and requesting the name to be changed, they weren't doing it out of, you know, political correctness. They were doing it more so because they weren't getting the paycheck that they wanted. But they're not going to go back to it because the public backlash that they would get by going back to that name would be horrible. And you're living on a high right now with Josh Harris where as long as you don't do anything horrifically stupid, the publicity right now for the team is great. And there's no way that in the next couple of years they decide, you know what, let's try to bring back the old name and let's see how that goes over. Jonesy, there's no chance that it goes over well. I'm going to be honest to tell you the truth. Yeah, with some others. Yeah, yeah, there's always going to be somebody who doesn't like something. But check check this out. Again, I'm going to just leave you with this one thing, and then I'm out. There are always possibilities. The possibilities have been showing up here, left, right, and center as of late. And I don't think it's finished. So here's the thing. If somebody, some chance, that we do wind up with that name back, I need you back on the, the, the airwaves saying the same thing about, hey, I was wrong. I yeah, I mean, I, I, look, man, I grew up a Redskins fan. I'd love the history back. I'd love for it to look on Sunday like it did when I was five years old. I would love all of that. 
I don't think it's going to happen, but I tell you what, Jonesy, if it does happen, I'll gladly hop back on these airwaves and say I was wrong. And I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Jonesy, appreciate it, man. I just don't think that there's any possibility of that being the case. Honestly, I don't see a way that they would look at what's happened over the last couple of weeks since they took over ownership and the positive publicity that they've gotten. The fans are out at training camp. All these various things. The positivity that's around Ashburn that hasn't been there for years. I don't see them looking at it and saying, all right, we want to change the name. Let's go back to Redskins. And I know that Josh Harris has thrown the name around a little bit more than you've heard in the recent years. And so I'm sure that's part of the reason this has gotten fueled up a little bit. But his comfortability saying the team name, the old team name, the team that he grew up watching, doesn't mean that he's just going to change it back to that. It just doesn't mean that all of a sudden he's going to ignore the backlash that would immediately return to Ashburn and how easily people would turn their backs on this franchise once again if they decided to try to do that. And I'm not even talking locally about people turning their back. I'm not saying that fans would backlash because I think a lot of fans would like it back. I do understand that. But I just don't think that there's any way that they're going to look at this and think that's the right move for the organization going forward to go back to the name. Seriously, I just don't think that there's any way. I think that they've already seen what can happen. You already see some of the backlash around other team names. You act as if there wasn't stuff before they ultimately had to change the team name. And they're just going to welcome all that back? Again, this has nothing to do with my opinion on this. (laughs) I'm serious. It's all just a, a, a fact that there's going to be backlash when they are, if they were to decide to go back to the old name. There's no backlash right now for being commanders. People don't like it, but there's no negativity in the news because of the name commanders. There just isn't. Even if you dislike the name and you say it's stupid, it's just because you don't like it. It's not a negative connotation. People aren't protesting about it, various things. It's just a thing that I cannot see them doing. Let's get out to Mark and Chantilly, or Mac and Chantilly. Mac, what's going on? What's going on, big dog? I was just saying, like, I feel like we're way too worried about the name change and not the product on the field. And let's be real, you got to worry about the Eagles, the Giants, mm-hmm. and all uh, the Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like we're more worried about the name than we are about Sam Howell, how he's going to do this year. You got, you know what I'm saying? We got uh, EB coming in this year. Is that going to make the look? I just thought it's a big distraction for the most part. Yeah, Mac, I completely agree. And we're going to get into some of the on field product here in just a second, but appreciate your phone call. And that's why I wanted to get this out of the way. And that's why I kind of want this to be quelched. I don't want on a Sunday afternoon when football's going on, and I understand it's a preseason, it's training camp, now's the time to do all this stuff, and maybe it all goes away when the season comes around. But I just don't want to be watching the game and just see bickering on Twitter and people going back and forth about the name change. I don't care if they change the name. I really don't. But I just know one thing. If they're going to change the name, It's not going to go back to Redskins. It's not. 
get to a few more phone calls. I do want to get to my next thing, and that's going to involve getting on the field. So let's talk to some other of the fans, though, before we get out to that. Let's get out to Peter and Ashburn. Peter, what's going on? Yeah, hey. So I just wanted to say the, the Josh Harris group paid $6 billion for this team, and they are not going to go back to a, what's considered a racial slur by many. They're going to do anything and everything they can to, you know, maximize their profits and whatnot. And that does not come with going back to a name that has just been, you know, belittled by literally everybody. Um, ESPN wouldn't even say the name for a while. Mm-hmm. I just think that, you know, there, if there's potential for a, uh, a rename, which I, I would appreciate because I remember that I wanted, you know, the Red Wolves because I just feel like uh, that could have been um, really well-branded, like, you know, call the – call the stadium the den and then maybe call like the defensive line, the wolf pack or whatever, something like that. If there is going to be a rebranding, it is going to come in the form of when we get it, when we get a new stadium. But I mean, for all the people that, that want, you know, the old name back, like it's just not going to happen. Like, I don't, I don't know what to tell people. It's just not going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. I, I 100% agree. Peter, appreciate the phone call. And that's kind of where I'm at. Honestly, this is why I'm doing this. Don't waste your energy on that. If you want something to change, you want the name to change, that's fine. I do understand that. If you think it's going to go back to the old name, it's just not going to. It's not. Maybe in another time period, it'd be possible. In 2023, I don't know if you've been living like I have, there's 0% chance it's going back to that. Let's go out to Charlie and Bethesda. Charlie, what's going on? Hi, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you, Charlie. What's up? All right, right on. Uh, first, I'd like to shout out Cody Barton. He grew up down the street from me. Good kid. Nice. Hopefully he balls out this year. Yeah, yeah. Great player. Uh, second, I don't know why they wouldn't ever just pay a tribe of the area, like the Anacostians, for their naming rights and just name the team that if everybody's so upset about going away from the history of the Native American background of the team. That would be my solution. That would be my take. Yeah, that's an intriguing one, Charlie. Appreciate the phone call because you think of a team like Florida State and the Seminoles. And, you know, I think that some of it, if you're going to, uh, you know, link it to some history in the area and link it to a tribe that's from the area, maybe that's a way that you could get around it and get back some of the Native American imagery without maybe some of the backlash of going back to the old name. I'm not 100% sure. We'll see. We'll see what Josh Harris and his group decide to do. Let's get out to Bill in North Carolina. Bill, what's going on? Hey, I'm going to play devil's advocate on this one in a friendly way. I'm going to I'm going to jump ship a little bit here. Um, it's kind of like Roger Daltrey of the Who once said: "Meet the new boss, same as the old boss." So you want to be careful with this name change situation. Uh, I wouldn't go back to Redskins, but you don't want to come into the city tone uh, tone deaf. Uh, uh, commanders, if they if, if they're belligerent about this and they say we're we're sticking with this, uh, <laughs> yeah. You're going to lose a lot of fans right off the stick. So sure. I, I don't you, you just stop saying to the new ownership, be careful with this. Don't come in tone deaf. Yeah, I agree, Bill. Appreciate the phone call. And I don't think they are. Because if you notice in the press conferences, commanders wasn't something that got uttered all that often among the new ownership group. Washington, even the old name. They just didn't say Commanders a whole lot. So I do think that at some point they'll probably change the name. I'm just here to tell you that it's not going to go back to the old name. And look, I understand the association of winning. I understand the love that you had for the team and the old name. 
I just don't think that there's any chance in the modern climate that it could go back to that. All right, I want to take a break from that. If you want to continue to call in on that, feel free, 800-636-1067. We're still talking about let's make it clear because there's two things I want to make clear. This one about the name, they're not going back to Redskins. But there's something on the field that I've seen discussed. I saw Pro Football Talk wrote a little bit of a piece on it. I've seen some shows maybe discussing it just slightly. There's something on the field that's not going to happen or hasn't happened out at training camp that's been discussed. We'll talk about that next here on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Back 106.7, Team 980, Odyssey app. Let's make two things clear. So number one, we're talking about the name change possibilities. And I'm here to tell you that I think there's a 0% chance they're going back to the old name Redskins. There's something on the field I want to get to in just a second, but let's get a few more phone calls on the name change. 800-636-1067, or you can tweet me at Toby underscore Altizer. Let's get out to the MGM National Harbor listener lines. Let's talk to Joe in Arlington. Joe, what's going on? Yeah, um, hey, um, I think if you're going to talk about a topic like this, a controversial topic like this, I think you really owe it to your listeners to tell the whole story about what's going on, okay? Um, the reason the Redskins' name uh, is now an issue, well, there's really two reasons, one of which you alluded to, and that's the new owners have made clear on multiple occasions that the name is an open question, that, you know, they've, they've hinted that it's something that might be looking at. But number two is, there's a Native American group called the Native American Guardians Association that has, is upset about the Redskins' name change. 
They have a motto that says, uh, don't erase, uh, they, it's educate, don't eradicate. And they're leading this charge to get the name back. Uh, it's not a bunch of, you know, you make it sound like there's a bunch of idiot Redskin fans out there trying to get the name back. It's people supporting this Native American group. And they've got a petition on Twitter that's got, I don't know, 55,000 signatures, and they're, they're, they're pushing, and they keep going. That's the story here, okay? You make it sound like we're a bunch of idiots out here. I don't think it's going to get changed. I would hope it would. I certainly signed the petition because that's the only way I would ever go to a game again. I was a season ticket holder 20 years. But, but I mean, that's, that's the story, okay? So I think that really has to be part of what you tell your listeners. It's not just we're a bunch of idiots out here. There's the Native American group leading the charge, and we're supporting them. Joe, appreciate the phone call. I mean, he's right. That is exactly, I think, part of the reason some people are jumping on board. I just don't think that there's any chance it goes back to it. Look, I mean, as much as there's a Native American group that's going to want to push for the name change, you know, the name to come back, there's also groups that didn't want it to be the name when it was the name. So, you know, there's going to be both sides, and I just don't see them dealing with it controversially. Joe, appreciate you, you know, bringing up that that is part of the thing. That is true. That is 100% true as well, that there is a group that is pushing for the name to come back. Let's get out to Mike in Springfield. Mike, what's going on? Hey, good afternoon. Hey, you know, the, the vast majority of people who actually go to the games wanted to uh, retain the Redskins' name. The vast majority of people who buy team paraphernalia, be it hats, T-shirts, you know, whatever, they support the Redskins. Um you know, w- 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 this country needs to stop listening to the one one half of one percent of the very loud vocal minority. We're getting screwed um, in in so many ways. Um, I, you know, one one alternate name to the team to the name Redskins might be because of the the fame of the the National Zoo might be the Washington Pandas because the pandas are beloved. So, you know, that's that's just one alternative. But, you know, we really need to stop listening to the one half of one percent of the vocal minority. Appreciate the phone call, Mike. Let's get out to Andy and Sterling. Andy, what's going on? Hey, man, how you doing? Hey, you know, this whole conversation about changing the name back to Redskins is so ridiculous. Uh, first of all, uh, the ownership group has more important things to worry about than going back to that racist name. And these callers, these knucklehead callers that call and say, hey, man, I don't have a problem with it. The Indian nations don't have a problem with it. Yeah, a lot of them do. Uh, how are these knuckleheads like the, ta- the name to be changed or the team to be changed to? How about the Washington? Yeah, Andy, look, here's the thing. They're not going to go back to anything controversial. They're not going to. It's just not going to happen. They've already avoided so much of this. So, look, we could continue talking about this all day, honestly. And there's going to be people on both sides of the coin. I understand that it is a very inflammatory topic. I knew that as I was planning out the show that we would have plenty of phone calls about that. But it's just not going to happen. I... I don't feel like I have to lay all the reasons out. I really don't. So there's a second thing that I want to make clear, all right? If you want to still talk about the name stuff, fine. I'm going to move past that. I want to get on some more pressing things. I want to talk about this idea that there's a quarterback competition in Ashburn. There's not. 
there is 100% not a competition in Ashburn for the quarterback position. There just is not a quarterback competition. And so, of all the things that I've seen out of training camp, that might be the most ridiculous thing I've seen so far. The idea that Ron Rivera comes up to talk at the podium and he says, well, blah, 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 all the quarterbacks, this, that, this, that, but don't sleep on Jacoby. And people are running with that as if it's a quarterback competition. It's not. And I've heard various shows talk about it, not saying that they were wrong in the ways that they talked about it. Like I thought Ben Standig was on with Grant Paulson the other day, and I thought that he laid it out perfectly, saying, look, it's Sam Howell's job to lose, and there's no way that Jacoby Brissett can win it. And in my opinion, there's no way that Jacoby Brissett starts week one for this football team unless Sam Howell gets hurt or Sam Howell in the next couple of weeks leading up to week one looks like the most incompetent quarterback in the history of the National Football League. And I can tell you from being out there a couple of times this past week, he doesn't look like an incompetent quarterback. Doesn't necessarily always look good. We'll talk about some of the struggles of the offense over in Ashburn that I saw this week in padded practices. We can talk about all those things. We can talk about the concerns of him being the quarterback. And I understand all those things. But he would have to not know how to break a huddle. He would have to not be able to execute a handoff. He would have to throw an interception every three times he touched the football to throw for him not to have the starting quarterback job come week one. That's just kind of where I see it. Because I haven't seen anyone other than Sam Howell take first team reps. When the number one receivers are out there, Jahan Dotson, Curtis Samuel, Terry McLaurin, when the number one offense is out there, the number one offensive line is out there, Leno, Wiley, those guys are out there. There's only been one guy taking those snaps. Number 14, Sam Howell. And the other thing on this, too, is Jacoby, as much as people want to talk about the struggles of Sam Howell in camp, and again, we'll get into that in just a little bit, Jacoby hasn't been any better. And even if this were a true competition, and it's not, again, because Jacoby Brissett's not taking any reps with the ones, but if it were a true competition, it'd be pretty even at best if you were going to say it that way. And I don't think that there's any way that Jacoby's looked any better than Sam Howell. That's just laying it out there as plain as could be. I think that Sam has looked fine. I thought that Jacoby has looked fine. But I don't think that Jacoby's been good by any means. So even if they were to decide, okay, basis on based on the fact that we're going to go with the better of the two-looking guys, let's go with Jacoby Brissett. They couldn't even lay that out there and say that because Jacoby hasn't looked markably better than what Sam Howell has. So this idea that people are running with from Ron Rivera's press conferences about him mentioning Jacoby is crazy to me. He's not getting a chance at the QB one spot unless Sam gives it up. And there's two ways, injury or he just looks absolutely atrocious. And he's looked like an NFL quarterback from what I've seen. Sam Howell, that is. He's looked like an NFL QB. He's been good at getting in and out of the huddle. He runs the plays fine. He understands what's going on. Maybe his accuracy isn't great. Maybe his decision-making isn't the best. 
but he looks like an NFL quarterback. He looks like a guy that could go out there week one like he did in week 18 last year, which I I don't understand why so many people want to dismiss that as if it didn't happen. Yes, it's only one week, but would you have rather not seen him or would you have rather seen him go six for 20 with three picks and no touchdowns? I, I don't understand where the idea that people are like, it's only one week. We can't take anything from it. You can take a little bit from it. The guy looked like a competent NFL quarterback. Like, he looked like a guy that you could depend on going into next season that could at least start games and not look like a complete fool out there. That you wouldn't lose your job for trotting him out there as a starting quarterback. I want to continue talking about this, though, because, you know, as much as we want to talk about the name change, look, that changes nothing on the field that is tangible. Might change the uniforms. That's about it. There's no quarterback competition in Ashburn. There is not a quarterback competition. Sam Howell is the starting quarterback unless something catastrophic happens in the next couple of weeks heading into week one. So I just don't see any way that people are thinking that Jacoby Brissett will be getting starting quarterback reps or getting the start in week one. I just don't. 800-636-1067. You want to hop in on the MGM National Harbor listener lines, you can tweet me at Toby underscore Altizer. You know, usually I'm kind of a chill guy. I'm not usually very controversial or hot takeish. I don't feel like any either of these are hot takeish, but even so, a little more inflammatory today. <laughs> you want to call in. There's no quarterback competition in Ashburn. I'm telling you there's not. Maybe you disagree with me. Give me a call, 800-636-1067. More to come on the fan. 1067 The Fan, the Team 980, the Odyssey app. Toby Altizer with you up until 340 today before we turn it over to Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler for Nats and Reds Game 2. Fun win for the boys last night. Joanna Doan making a spot start for the team tonight. Make sure you keep it here all throughout the afternoon. Here, Charlie and Dave, hopefully calling a Nationals victory tonight. So I've, you know, we've been kind of controversial a little bit this first hour, I guess, in some ways. But I don't think there's any controversy at the quarterback position in Washington, which is nice to hear. (laughs) It seems like there's always controversy at the quarterback position in this city with this team. But I don't think there is. I don't think there's any QB competition going on in Ashburn. I mean, you can think what you want about Sam Howell. You can think that maybe Jacoby should start. All those things can be true. All those things, you can have those opinions. But from my observations, from what I've seen, from what I've heard, I don't think there's any way that Jacoby Brissett is going to be the starter week one. Let's get out to Jamie in Vienna. Jamie, what's going on? Jamie, you there? Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's going on, Jamie? Hey, so here's here's I've been out to camp twice, and I agree with you 100%. There is no competition. However, I would say that there should be because you said Sam Howell looks like a professional quarterback. He, he if we're judging, he can get in and out of the huddle. We're setting the bar way too low. First of all. He is the shortest guy in every huddle that I've I've seen him take, <laughs> and he doesn't look like an NFL quarterback. If the, if we want to praise him for being able to throw the ball deep, that's great. But with this offensive line and Eric Bieniemy's offense, throwing the ball deep is not going to be an option. He's not going to have time, so he better be accurate and he better be able to make decisions. I saw him in seven on seven drills, hold the ball and throw the ball into tight windows that the defense let up on. Then he went to eleven on eleven. And he held the ball and basically would have been sacked if they let the uh, D-line sack anybody. 
Jacoby Brissett in seven on seven is at least finding wide open guys and he's getting the ball to the right guy. This team is five and twelve with Sam Howell as a quarter starting quarterback. They might be able to get the nine and eight, ten and seven if they start Brissett out of the box. Jamie, appreciate the phone call. And you know, some of the stuff that he said isn't wrong. You know, obviously those are his observations from camp. And look, there's no doubt that Sam Howell hasn't looked great at camp. And we're going to get into some of my notes about training camp and what I've seen out there the last couple of days and this past week, especially the padded practices. There's no doubt that he's struggled. I don't know that I could say that Jacoby has been a hundred times better, you know, like way better. I think they've both had their struggles. I don't see them being a 5-12 and 12 football team, like Jamie said, with Sam Howell as starting quarterback. I tend to be more of a Sam Howell believer, so I'll, you know, he, he can have his opinion there. But I think when you look at what Sam Howell has done, I think that he has the ability to open up this offense more than what Jacoby can. And we're going to get into this again in the next hour, so I don't want to take too, too much away from it because I want to talk about the offense's struggles and how I think they can improve. But I think that there are aspects of this offense that haven't been able to be worked on yet because it's practice. It's training camp. There's certain things that you just don't do in that time period. You know, I I think they're going to be more effective running the football than they have been in training camp. You know, it's tough to do things. Ron's talked about this in his press conference numerous times now after practice, especially ones where the offense has struggled. He's like, look, man, When the defense knows what's coming, it's kind of hard to do. And there was something today that made me think that there's a possibility that maybe we're just down on this offense a little bit too much. And I was watching Jahan Dotson highlights. Someone had tweeted it out. I believe Ian Harditz, fantasy football guy, had tweeted out a video of Jahan Dotson kind of hyping him up for the fantasy football season. But you don't have to be spectacular to get the ball in Jahan Dotson's hands if he's one-on-one with a corner. Because guess what? Jahan does all the work, and he's wide open. And I think Sam can complete those passes. He did a decent job of that in the Cowboys game at the end of the year. I think you could say the same thing about Terry. I think you can get the ball in Curtis's hands, short, and let him do all the work. And so, you know, there's definitely some work for this offense to do. There really is. But I think that Sam is going to be fine. And the main reason, honestly... You know, if you're just going off of what you've seen, you can be a little bit discouraged. But listening to the way that a lot of these guys talk about Sam Howell has kind of changed the way that I look at him. Maybe they're all going to be wrong. Maybe they're all sticking their foot in their mouth. Who knows? But there are numerous guys that have talked very glowingly about Sam Howell. And so there's no quarterback competition in Ashburn. And a couple things that I laid out. He's He's been the only one taking first-team reps, none for Brissett. Hal hasn't been necessarily great, but Brissett hasn't been greater. But if you listen to the way that his teammates, his coaches have talked about Sam Howell, it seems to me that it's pretty obvious they have belief in him and they think he's going to be a good quarterback one for them this year. Next segment, I want to talk about what these guys are saying about Sam Howell. We hear from Jahan Dotson, Coach Rivera, Terry McLaurin, because they all spoke glowingly about Sam Howell over the last couple of weeks. We'll hear from them next here on The Fan. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.